In this episode, we're going to be talking about strategies for you to be a more organized caregiver as you give up so much of your time, your energy, and your love to others. Well, welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great week. And in this episode, as we lead up to Valentine's Day, I invited a dear friend of over like 30 years, Dr. Jacqueline V. Mayfield. And of course, you're going to hear me call her Jackie, Dr. V, throughout the interview. She's an author and a healthcare advocate, and she will be sharing strategies to help us be a more organized caregiver. And I will also be sharing my product, app, repurpose, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, Have you ever been a caregiver for someone you love? If you didn't know that there are over between five to seven million people in the U.S. alone who are caregivers. And this is according to caregiver.org, which is why I wanted to bring on an expert. And she is Dr. Jacqueline V. Mayfield. She's affectionately known as Dr. V. She's an author, healthcare advocate, motivational speaker, empowerment consultant, and a business strategist. Dr. V holds a bachelor's degree in organizational management from Eastern University, an MBA from Drexel University with a concentration in healthcare administration, and a doctorate in healthcare administration from Capella University. For over 30 years, Dr. V has worked with people and organizations of all levels, from Fortune 500 companies to grassroots nonprofit organizations, regardless of the size of the company, her mission has been the same, to transform lives by helping people manifest their desired goals. Dr. V's expertise expands a broad section of the, from the nonprofit and for-profit sectors in the areas of marketing management, nonprofit board development, new business startup, real estate management, implementation, implementation planning, program development, education, and relationship counseling. When she is not working with companies, she turns her attention to empowering caregivers to realize and claim victory through difficult and overwhelming circumstances. She is a mother of six children, grandmother of nine, and the wife of a survivor. Her husband, Kevin, was in a dramatic automobile accident in 1999. He suffered a major brain trauma to the brain. Excuse me, I should should really be more specific. He suffered from major trauma to the brain. And the doctors, unfortunately, at that time said that he would not survive. The accident pushed her to find a voice to advocate for her husband's health care and take the lead of the family business affairs, all while raising their children, providing balance and love. This experience is what has compelled Dr. V to empower other health care advocates and caregivers on how to overcome in very difficult circumstances. So Dr. V is also licensed to do investments by helping people set up 
and manage their retirement funds. So just sit back, listen. If you know of a caregiver, share this interview with someone. Well, hello. I am excited because one, I have a wonderful friend. We've been friends for like ever, it almost seems, Dr. Jacqueline V. Mayfield, but Dr. V. And of course, you know, it's Valentine's Day coming up. And I wanted to talk about caregivers. And, you know, she is the expert. And Jack, Dr. V, I'm going to call you Dr. V because see, I want to call you Jackie, but I'm going to call you. For so long, you call me Jackie, right? You can call me Jackie. (laughs) So I'm so happy. I'm so excited for you to be here because, you know, as I was reading your bio, I realized, you know, when Kevin, you know, he had that accident in 1999. Mm. Then in 2000, I started taking care of my mother and that's really why I wanted you to come on here because caregivers are like one of my passions as well. And I wanted awesome. to bring you on just to kind of share your insight for those people out there who are caring for loved ones. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for joining us. No so, problem. Thanks for the invitation. So before we get into some tips and strategies, I would like for you to share. You just recently wrote an ebook, A Caregiver's mm-hmm. Love Story. So what made yes. you decide to write that? You know, interestingly, for years, I knew that I needed to, I needed to document my journey. So when I started writing the book, I thought it was going to be about my journey with my husband starting in 99. But as I started going back and really in my book, I did some research on the word caregiver, like the history of where that word actually came from, definition of the word and all of that in the book. And so I said, wow, I have to start at the beginning. And so the beginning was when I was 23 years old. Can you believe that? I had just got married. And then the year after that, my father had a stroke. And so I became, but I never called myself a caregiver until here recently. I just said, I love my daddy and I'm going to take care of my daddy. So my journey really started in 1987. So for over 35 years, I have been a caregiver, right? I've been an advocate. And what has happened through that period of time, I have had the privilege to help other families that was overwhelmed by the process because there's so many um, segments and components to the process. Um, So I help people with their strategies. And I see someone, they're overwhelmed, they're a little burnt out. So I was like, as I started writing the book, it went straight to my daddy. And then that's where the topic of caregiver's love story came from. And there will be a second book. That's the one where I'll document the journey with my husband. Wow. You know, and as you were saying that, I was thinking about, yeah, I really didn't call myself a caregiver until Mm -hmm. like, you know, afterwards, because it's Mm -hmm. like you just, you love that person and you just want to make sure that they get the best treatment. They're treated properly. They get the nutrition and all of those things. And like you said, it can be overwhelming. You do get Mm -hmm. burnt out. So what are some of the things in your mind as a caregiver that maybe, you know, people who are find themselves in that role that maybe they need to just like maybe not do? Because I did learn some things that I shouldn't do <laughs> and I shouldn't do. And But in your perspective, what should we not do maybe? You know what's interesting? I have found that a lot of times people that are caring for others, whether it's a family member, whether it's a friend, or maybe it's uh, someone that's a client, 
um, whether it's in home or in a long-term care facility. I find that caregivers, they forget to breathe. Take a moment, stop in the moment and take a deep breath. And I think it is so critically important to carve out quiet time because our wheels are constantly spinning. We're on the move. We're going here, there, and everywhere, but we don't schedule time to just breathe and reflect and take a moment. So I would say that's most important because as a caregiver, we have to first take care of ourselves, right? So that we can be built up and strengthened to service someone else, right? So I always say it in my book, I say, you know, Dr. V says um, self-care is essential. You know, don't forget yourself. Um, that's important. And I also encourage caregivers not to say yes to everything. Sometimes we don't know how to draw the line because maybe our our plan, what we really need to focus on is not clear for us. So we're always taking on additional tasks that we don't have, we really don't have time to manage and then we become overwhelmed. And that could even be as a caregiver. So let me share a tip. For instance, when I'm speaking to the um, physicians, specialists, all of those that are providing the care, let's say with, for my dad when he was alive and also for my husband right now, I ensure that the social worker and that the director of nurses or the nursing supervisor, instead of, you know, now what they'll say is, oh, we'll give you the number to the dietitian. Oh, we'll give you the number to the endocrinologist. I say, no, no, no. Let's meet on this date between these hours. And if you can bring back the information to me, compare it to historical information, and let's have a conversation about the client, the patient, so that we're all on the same page. So it's managing those those conversations as well so that you don't overdo it. Because otherwise, there's that will again, spinning, making all the calls, making all the calls, taking notes, making all the calls, and then you're going to report it back to the professionals? No, let's let the professionals do their job. Mm. I, I love yeah. that, Jackie, because one of the things I remember is when the doctor told me, he said, Janet, you really have to take care of yourself because if mm -hmm. you get the sniffles, your mother could get pneumonia because of her, <laughs> you know, right. immunity system. Right. But then exactly. also what you said about, you know, just making sure that you manage all that information because it mm -hmm. was coming at me. And I was so thankful that my cousin who was mm. a physician and she specialized in the treatment there that my go. mother was, was getting. She was like almost that pert. Whenever they started talking that talk, it was an overwhelming. I yeah. was like, I need to talk to you. You need to talk to them. So yeah. you're right about that. So yes, you know, making yeah. sure we take care of ourselves, but also yes. that help. So what are some like caregiving strategies and tips that you've discovered that have really helped you as well as those that you work with? Yeah. Some of the strategies that, I utilize is one when someone okay let me let me bring it to a common statement you know how when you're you have a situation in your life and someone will say do you need anything give me a call if you need anything give me a call and most times our response our response is I'm good I'm good so I've learned over the years not to say I'm good if I'm not good I've learned over the years to say and I wrote this this is a portion of my book I've learned over the years to say you know what I will need your help. I'm going to give you a call next Wednesday. 
to let you know how you could actually help me. Now, if I already have a help list prepared, I may pull from that help list and say, these are the two things that I need. Are you able to handle this? I can reflect back when my taking care of my father, and that was in-home care. Um, people would ask me, you need anything? And I said, you know what? Let me start saying, yes, I do. So one lady, she kept asking me, she was a neighbor, Jackie, need anything? Don't try to do it all yourself. I said, you know what you could do for me? I said, how about every third, every third Thursday, could you provide me with a dozen eggs and a pound of cheese? Every third Thursday, that would take a load off. Every third Thursday, she would bring me a dozen eggs and a pound of cheese. I mean, that's so like simplistic, but it was helpful. Yes. So mm -hmm. I've learned not to lie about my need. I call mm -hmm. that not lying about my need. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, another strategy is the one that I mentioned earlier. Don't try to be the superhero. Don't try to carry all the balls. Allow the professionals to carry some of the balls and bring back the information to you as the client because mm -hmm. they're the experts. And, and another thing is when you're a caregiver, if, if your service providers are speaking in their language and you really don't understand the care plan and maybe there needs to be a better coordinated care plan, please communicate effectively. Please don't sit back not understanding what's being said and not asking the questions. I call myself the queen of questions. Actually, that's my middle name. It, v is my middle name, but I think I'm going to adapt a new name. In addition to the V, I'm going to call myself the queen of questions. Yeah, because I ask a hundred million questions. So you can never ask a dumb question, a stupid question. Every question that you have as a caregiver is valid because you have to advocate for the person that you're caring for. And then the great thing about you asking those questions, you're going to become more knowledgeable and you'll be able to support them in a better way. I do want to share this, Janet, if I, if I may. There's a proverb that I love. It's in um, chapter 31, verses 8 and 9. And the version is the CEB version. And it says, speak out on behalf of the voiceless and for the rights of all who are vulnerable. Speak out in order to in order to judge with righteousness and to defend to defend the needy and the poor. So those that are in need and they need our care, we have to speak out and speak up for them and be advocates. And so I just wanted to share that. Those are some of the strategies. Is make it a team effort. Bring everybody on board. Make it a team effort. And and you're so right because I learned that too, Jackie, is that a friend would ask me, Janet, what do you need? And I was like, I could use some eggs. I could right. use some orange juice and some bread. <laughs> And then another friend said, well, is there anything I can do? And I said, you know what? I need some paper for my printer and some envelopes. There you go. And it was like, and, and that really kind of, that little thing that they did just Listen. helped so much. But you mm -hmm. are right. A lot of times that language, and that's why I was so happy about my cousin, because she talked the language they were talking. Mm -hmm. But also, you're right. You have to manage all that stuff. Yes. So, and that, you know, that really helps as well. So. Before you tell everyone how they can get a copy of your ebook, I just have a question. Is this a question yes, I ask all my guests? Is yes, how do you stay organized? Because you, you know, you're still managing your husband's care. You've got several mm -hmm. businesses you're running. You've got children. Mm -hmm. You've got grandchildren. You're very active in the community. And how do you just stay organized? Like, one is one or two tips that helps you. 
Well, one or two, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What I wanted to say is as an in-home, I'm not currently an in-home caregiver, but when I was, I made sure that all of the supplies, the medical supplies and documentation, everything had its place. So I never had supplies and meds, like things in different places. Everything was where it should be. And I allotted space for everything to be placed where it should be. If there was a file, there was a file that said medical. And the file would even be broken down by um, the illness or broken down by the service that was needed. So if it was thyroid service, it was a thyroid file. So the larger file was medical, but then there was thyroid, you know, with ENT, you know, ear, nose, throat, whatever the services needed to be. If it was heart care, all of that was in there. And I'm a holistic person. So I even had a section for, you know, herbs and iridology and herbology. You know, so to make sure that I was staying on top of that. And I'm going to tell you, Janet, one of the great things that we have, and I use this as a strategy, we now have Google. We didn't have (laughs) Google back then. So I will use Google to research as much as I can to have a better understanding and Mm -hmm. to see different Mm -hmm. things. But having things in their place. The other thing I was going to share is please make sure you open your mail. Um, I know that sounds so simplistic, but sometimes, and it could be your email or your physical mail. Because sometimes you're receiving information about the person you're caring for, and it could even be for you. It could be an appointment that you need to put on the calendar for yourself. So gather, get the information, open the mail, and begin to put those documents or emails where they need to be. And if it's something that you can't even handle that day, put it on the calendar for a week or a month out. But at least you don't forget some of the things that need to be taken care of. So I really try to keep a really tight schedule. You know, time management is, is critical. Um, and also your budget, you know, make sure that the way the money is flowing, that that's organized. So it's really just looking at your life and every area of your life and making sure everything is in order and in its proper place. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to put your hand on because that'll save you time energy, remove stress, and you can kind of keep things flowing. And then it also will give you the ability to have effective communication. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Jackie, Dr. V, you know, I could talk to you all day, night and everything, but how can people connect with you and get a copy of your ebook? I'm going to share, Jada, can I share one more tip? This yes, is you so can. important. I yes, literally was talking to a client just the other day and they were like, I'm drowning. And I was like, what do you mean? They said, I got this, that. I said, okay, pause. Now, mind you, this person that I spoke with is a business strategist as well. Like they understand how to move and shake and do things. They do things in other countries, but this day they were drowning. And I went back to simplicity. I said, did you write it all down or is it running around in your head? Mm. She said, it's running around in my head. So as a caregiver, please write down every single thing that you're thinking about. Just write it down. Once you write it down, take that information and categorize it. After you categorize it, put dates on it. And don't put dates where you're jamming a whole lot of stuff in one day. Move it out a month. Move it out two months. Mm. Breathe. Mm. Breathe. Mm. I just had to say that. Because a lot of people are running around with a whole lot running around Mm. in Janet. Mm. They just need to write it down. I'm putting that in big cat. Breathe. Write it all down and then divide and conquer. Mm. And also, the uh, the other word, delegate. 
Divide, conquer, and delegate. Wait a minute. Look at Divide, that conquer, and, and delegate. delegate. I'm taking yeah. notes right here. <laughs> Oh, I'm so oh. glad. I had to give that tip because that, that is a you wonderful know, some tip. people begin to lose their mind. Like it's too much and they're under pressure and they're stressed out. And like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just write it down. Write okay. It down. All right, Dr. V. Dr. V. <laughs> so again, how can people how connect is, with you so and get easy. your ebook? So easy. Listen, all they have to do is go to drvempower.org. D rvempower.org. Simple. When you go to my website, you can go to contact us. You can you can even key in what your needs are. I'll get right back to you. Um, I also have an empowering caregivers um, Facebook group. Please join the Facebook group because the whole goal of that group, I want to make sure that there's information shared, resources are shared, and eventually I want to set up where we have outlets for self-care for those caregivers so they can get out and line dance. You know what I mean? Mm. And set up avenues for respite care for them. Or maybe we can do it online. Whatever we need to do so that a caregiver can have an opportunity to have an outlet. Mm. And of course, you know, I will have links to her website so you can connect with her, get her ebook, join her Facebook group, or just hire her to help you. So, Jackie, Dr. V, thank you so much for yes, taking time out friend. of this sketch. No problem. Anything from my Janet. <laughs> thank you so much for the invitation. I really appreciate it because this topic is critically important. People I, are, people are, there, there are millions of people yeah. that are caring for others mm-hmm. and they don't even understand the resources that are available to them. So thank you for this platform to share that. And thank you for what you do. You're welcome. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Dr. V? I would love for you to share it. So please feel free to put in the comments below the link to this podcast on social media or feel free to actually send me a voicemail on the show page at anchor.fm. So now I just want to transition to Taylor's tip time on caring for yourself as a caregiver because for those of you who do not know, I took care of my mother for a year and a half full time. So these are just some strategies that I used personally. Number one, it's always important to get organized. It's your calendar. Have a calendar, have a planner, have a notebook, but also have areas in the home like the closet, the medicine cabinet, the kitchen. Have all of those areas organized. And you might be thinking, but Janet, I'm just trying to take care of the person. Yes. But specifically when you're trying to, when you're working on making sure that they eat healthy, it's always good to have that kitchen organized so you'll know what you have. When you have to dress them, because it got to a point where there were only a few things that my mother could wear near the end. So therefore, I had those pieces organized. And also, 
just having her, I would just basically have her medicine because she was on so much at that time in a nice little um, container. And then whenever I had to go to the hospital, I always had a bag right in the container. I would drop all that medication in the bag and take it with me. So those are some strategies that will help you really truly just manage it all. Number two, ask for help. It is so important that when people say, what can I do? You allow them to help because they know that they can't necessarily help you with the day to day, but they just want to do something because maybe they've been through that experience as well. And what I started doing is I just started keeping a list, specifically a grocery list. So if somebody asks me, I'm like, I need some milk, eggs, butter. Number three, take time away, even if it's an hour or two. There were times when I would go maybe to a networking event or maybe I just needed to go in the center city or just kind of take a walk. I would ask her friends. They would come by and sit, which was really good for her because that allowed her to still have the interaction with other people other than myself. Number four, find something you can do at home. It might be reading, it might be crocheting, it might be a craft. At that time, I was still doing my newsletter. So therefore, I was still writing the newsletter when it was in a physical form. And I would actually, you know, when she felt like it, I would actually have my mom edit it for me. And number five, and this is important for you, make sure you eat, make sure you sleep, and make sure you exercise. And exercise for me at that time was when the physical therapist came for my mother, I would actually stand side by side with her and do the same moves. So those are just a few things as a caregiver that you can do to take care of yourself. Now, of course, we're still in a new year. So if you are thinking of getting organized from your paperwork to your time to your life, let me help you on your journey to getting organized. I've got some wonderful packages available on my website, whether you want to do a month or, or more, or whether you just want to do one session with me, go check it out. So make sure that you go to my website, JanetAntilla.com. There's also a link on the show page and just start by scheduling a free 15 minute session so we can have a conversation and you can take the steps necessary to getting yourself organized now. Well, of course, I always like to take a moment out to say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing. Please continue to follow me on all the social media platforms. And of course, you know, make sure you check out Pinterest because I have a board caring for others with a few strategies that can help you. And of course, I would love to know if you're enjoying my YouTube channel because now you can actually see me um, having a conversation with the guests and make sure you subscribe and click the bell for reminders. And of course, ladies, if you're thinking of getting your life organized, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free to join. And each week, we continue the conversations that we have here on the podcast. So this week, it's Valentine's Day. But it's also going to be about caring for others and how we need to take care of ourselves as well. Well, are you getting your dance move on? Have you pushed the coffee table aside? 
Do you have an, a, a, a special dance move when Toss It Tuesday comes on? Or do you just chant Toss It Tuesday? Because I can hear you when you do that. And it is Toss It Tuesday. And this Toss It Tuesday, I want you to safely toss medications no longer using. Whether you're caring for somebody. Because sometimes those medications can just pile up. So it's time to toss those things and do it so safely. My app suggestion for this week is Circle of Family. Circle of Family. And it's a caregiving app. And it gives caregivers the power to organize as well as collaborate with other with other caregivers. Because somebody sometimes you need to just speak to another caregiver and hear how they've made it through support, etc. That's one of the things I do now when I hear that maybe a friend, a family member is actually caring for someone. I'll just check in on them. And sometimes I'm a sounding board because it can get very stressful. And I'm like, look, I'm here for you. So sometimes it's really great to connect with others. My Amazon shop, I'm suggesting that you organize your bathroom. Because sometimes you got medications, you may have creams, they may have different things that they need in the bathroom. You know, there were things like I needed to put in the tub for my mom, etc., the shower. So, <coughs> excuse me, make sure you keep, you check out those bathroom organizers and Amazon and even if you just get nothing just to organize the medication repurpose you know of course you know repurpose something maybe you've got old jewelry you can put on a frame some old jeans can become a handbag check out my repurpose board on Pinterest and my book suggestion for this week is A Caregiver's Love Story by Dr. V. There is a link in the show page. Again, A Caregiver's Love Story by Dr. V. And for those of you who are thinking about, you know what, Jan, it is time for me to kind of reduce some of the physical clutter because I want to, you know, reduce some of the things in my home, open my space up a little bit more. So be sure to get a free copy of, uh, uh, or a free 30-day trial from Audible. Again, You can get a free copy of whatever book and a free 30-day trial from Audible and click the link in the show page. And my quote for you this week is to care for others who once cared for us is one of the highest honors. Again, to care for those who once cared for us is one of the highest honors. Thank you for listening and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. And again, Let me know you enjoyed listening to this podcast by leaving a review. And also, you can support this podcast individually or as a business. Just click the links on the show page for complete details. So, again, make sure you visit my website at www.JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.